This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, it has been, by Premier League standards, a very, very exciting weekend and also rather sad in that two of the respected coaches in the Premier League were sacked. Brendan Rodgers was sacked by Leicester and Graham Potter was sacked by Chelsea. They are people you'd have respect for, both with very good records, but not winning games at the moment. And we're joined now by John Giles and Liam Brady to talk about the weekend's football because it is very intriguing now. Top four is up for grabs. Relegation, of course, everyone is dreading it. And the big fight at the top really looks like it's between Arsenal and Manchester City. And that, of course, is very, very important indeed. John, let's talk first about Manchester City-Liverpool. We can come back to the coaches. Liverpool got a good start and Mo Salah got a very good goal. But I must say, City's response, I thought, was magnificent. I thought Grealish and Alvarez, without Haaland, who wasn't fit to play, I thought City really, really looked like champions in their comeback uh, and in the way that uh, they demolished Liverpool in the end. I invited you on to tell me what you think, which is far more important. <laughs> tell me what you thought. Well, I thought City were very, very good, Eamon. But I'd have to say that Liverpool made it easy for them. Oh, yeah. Just you know, the back. They, they were, yeah. Uh, Liverpool, after, after getting the goal early on, were terrible. Yeah. And, you know, all over the pitch, they were terrible. Yeah. In fact, you know, I think Klopp said afterwards, only four performers, performances were okay. Yeah. And he said the midfielders, Henderson and Fimbinio worked hard, and Gakbo and Allison. Yes. Uh, and that's a harsh, well, it's a very, very important statement from the manager of his experience, I mean. To yes. be picking out four players from a team or, or whatever it was. 12, 11 or 12 or 13 players that were in it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's difficult. Well, it's impossible to know what's happening at Liverpool. It's absolutely impossible, Eamon. Yes. But, uh, yeah, City, City took advantage of it, played well, Grealish played well. They won well in the end, Eamon, but I, I'm not a Liverpool supporter, but I'd be worried about them if I was a worried, if I was a Liverpool supporter, Eamon. 
Yeah, Liam, the title race now is between Arsenal and Manchester City. I think we can say that pretty much for sure. And I've always hoped that Arsenal would hang on and they'd win it because Arteta's done a good job there. But I must say, watching City take Liverpool apart changed my mind. I think they've got so much quality. This fella Alvarez, who was in the Argentinian World Cup team, they bought him for 14 million. He scored on Saturday, he made a goal, and he looked like a seriously good player, as did Jack Grealish, who's somebody I've always thought was overpriced, 100 million, you must be joking, all that stuff. I changed my mind in a big way watching him on Saturday. Yeah, they were a brilliant team, and you know, and there was there's quite a few others who were up there with yes. those two as well. You know, yes. I thought the Bruyne was very good as well. John Stones, um, yeah, Stones. You know, was playing uh, probably right back, coming inside as uh, as uh, Guardiola likes his fullbacks to do. Um, no, excellent. It just shows you their strength and depth. To be without Haaland and Foden, who had a appendix operation, yeah. Uh, it just shows you, you know, what a good team they are. are a great squad they are. Alvarez, we know in the, in, in the World Cup was uh, was a, it took the eye when he got his place in the Argentinian team, and uh, he came in and it looked a, a seamless, you know, yes. performance. Uh, I would have to agree with John that uh, you know Liverpool are a shadow of the team they were last season. I don't know what's gone wrong. Looking at what they've spent, them and they've only spent like fifty million this year, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what's going on there behind the scenes. I think they're trying to sell the club. Uh, they have obviously got uh, Klopp and and his staff uh, fixed up on long term contracts, but they haven't addressed the team, you know. And Klopp yes. hasn't really addressed the team and addressed the the failures that uh, have, we've been witnessing this season, but. Um, uh, Manchester City outstanding, but I thought Arsenal were outstanding as well, Eamon. And I thought Newcastle yesterday were outstanding. I know we're going to come on to them. Yes. But staying, staying with, yeah, yeah, City frightened me because they could win all their games with the, with the players they've got if their attitude is, is correct and they, they don't uh, become complacent in some way. I think City have dropped points down, you know, over the course of the season, down to complacency, down to being maybe a little bit overconfident that they were going to win. Yep. So uh, being, you know, being supporting Arsenal uh, this season, you're hoping that complacency might rear its head again. But if it doesn't, they're quite capable of going on and winning every game. Yeah, John, I've never been a huge sort of fan or admirer of Guardiola. Uh, it's just a prejudice, really. But he does improve players. He has transformed Jack Grealish over a period of time. He didn't start the season in the team. I think we all thought Phil Foden should be in, in that position, maybe. But anyway, he's been in the team now for six weeks only, uh, seven weeks. But his performance on Saturday, his work ethic, he made a goal, scored a goal. Uh, I thought he looked like a player who was worth nearly worth a hundred million, and uh, as Liam was saying, they're impressive uh, in the way, and we're impressive in the way they went about the business. They were clinical, took their time, but when they moved, they moved as a unit. And they're, yeah, they're very good, Eamon. Very, very good players. I still have a fancy for Arsenal, Eamon. 
Yeah, I, I know, and I hope maybe it's hope. I don't, I you see, I think the problem is experience, isn't it, and depth. The depth. Yeah, but they, yeah, the, but they're doing. The, you know, the, 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 we're well into the season now, and and they they they've won matches well. They've been behind and come like so far so good. They've done all the things that's needed to be done. Yazus is back into the team again. Yes, uh, you know, like City's performances up to Saturday haven't been as good as they, they might be. Correct. And again, yep. I think Liverpool gave them an easy touch. Yep. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't be going for them as as, as, as strongly as I could do, let's put right. it that way. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I think it's going to be touch and go. I, 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 I know nobody's writing off Arsenal, but I think Arsenal have, have be, be played like champions up to this particular time. And they haven't been interested in what City are doing or anybody else is doing. I like the way they've been going about their job. They've been behind, been behind a couple of matches. They kept their head and kept playing and playing and playing. I think it's going to be very, 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 obviously very, very, very close. Yeah, and Liam, close. just on that, on Arsenal's sort of what they're facing, they've got to play Liverpool and they've got to play Man City. And as far as I know, the Man City game is in Manchester. They have to play... Uh, Liverpool. Now that on on Saturday's performance, that's not so daunting. But Liverpool are a very experienced and dangerous team. Uh, and Arsenal beat Leeds four one at the weekend. Saka was rested. I take it he came on in the end, and uh, I think he scored. But Jesus is back. No, he made he made one of the goals. He made, sorry, he that's right. Yeah, he had a part in one of the goals when he came on. Yeah. Jesus got two. You know, won the first one a penalty. White got another goal, you know. It's great to see the amount of players Arsenal are getting in the box, Eamon, when there's crosses coming in. You yes. know, there's seven and eight around the box. Xhaka scored another goal. Odegaard, lovely, lovely ball in, good header. Um, everybody's playing well, and John is, John is correct. You know, they, they're going to push City all the way, I think, you know. Yeah. And they have, they have an eight point lead at the moment. Um, uh, it could be it could be uh, reduced to five with Man City's game in hand, and then Arsenal got to go to Man City, as you mentioned. Yeah, uh, uh, Liverpool, you'd want to be playing them now, wouldn't you? I mean, so you saw Real yeah. Madrid actually yeah. take them apart. You know, yeah. apart from the seven nil against Manchester United, Liverpool have been awful the last couple of months. So, yes, they have. Um, it, it might be a good time for Arsenal to play them next Sunday. They play them Easter Sunday, so. Uh, I think, like John, it's going to be really close. I just hope, you know, City have got the FA Cup, they've got the European Cup, they've got yes. the league, they've got an awful lot of games, and that can tell. It can tell in the end. Where Arsenal are out of Europe, they're out of the Cup, they can rest their players. Uh, I think Arsenal will give them a real run for the money. Well, that's for sure, and they have done, and I think everyone who likes an underdog and actually respects the job that Mikel Arteta has done there will be hoping. John, Newcastle, Manchester United, a very comprehensive win by Newcastle. United were bloody awful. They held a players' meeting in the dressing room afterwards. Where do we go from here? And uh, Luke Shaw came out afterwards and said they were sickened by the way they'd played and all of that. And and they were very poor, weren't they? Yeah, Newcastle were very good. They uh, were, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, as you saw, Ten Hag uh, made a statement before the match, which came back on him. He said he warned Saudi-owned Newcastle their, their, pet, their petrol dollars 
wouldn't guarantee them breaking into the top four. I didn't Money know that, did one, he? <laughs> he? He said that, yeah. Money is one one thing, uh, but another is strategy. Yeah. Well, Newcastle had the money and they had the strategy on the day. Amen. They <laughs> yeah. killed them. They killed they them. They killed yeah. them on the day. They were into the, into everything. They did everything well. I thought they were very, very good. I didn't expect them to be as good as they were. And and the thing was, I mean, as well from Newcastle's point of view regarding their squad, uh, you know, that Callum Wilson came on as a yes. sub and scored. Yeah. Joe Linton came on as a sub. And the lad from Everton, Gordon, came on as a yes. sub. Yeah. Three really, really top-class players, Amy. So yeah. the squad is good. And, uh, you know, they can only get, I think they can only get better and better. So Man U have a lot to learn from Newcastle at the weekend. Yes. Man U were terrible, I mean, yeah, they, they, were. they were, weren't in the game at all. Very, very disappointing for a team that wants to, wants to be doing a lot better than they're doing. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Liam, John rang me after about 12 minutes of the game. And he told me to back Newcastle. Uh, so he's, he, 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 I would have told you before the game. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Liam. <laughs> and he, no, he, Manchester United, we've been going on about them for a while. They're, they're not very good, Eamon. They're not, no. They've they, been getting away with a lot of results. They've won games when they didn't, didn't deserve to win, you know, even. You know, when the, when they won the League Cup or the Carabao Cup, everybody was saying, you know, what a what a turning point. But I watched them after that, and they they're a poor team. You know, yeah, McTominay yeah. and Sabitzer in midfield. Yes. Man, what do they do? Yeah. McTominay is an honest lad. 
it's a bit, sir. I don't know where we got him from. Like, I think Ten Hag, they're making him, you know, they, they've come out and said he's the chosen one yeah. in the last few months, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and the players he's brought into the team, Anthony, is he any good, Anthony? No, he's oh, hopeless. It cost 80 million, 88 million. And Redhorst is getting this game every week. Yeah, you know? yeah. Now, what he has done is turned around a bit with Marcus Rashford, but he was he was back to his uh, his bad self yesterday. You know? Yes, yeah. As John says, Newcastle killed him, killed him. They did, and and you know that was a critical game in the race for the top four. Newcastle are ahead of Manchester United now, uh, and they both played the same games and they have the same points, but Newcastle have better goal difference. Um, well, it's going to be between Spurs. Man United and Newcastle, I think, came and Liverpool have dropped right out of it. Chelsea have, have been yeah. gone for a while, so it's it's two from those three, and that's going to be interesting as well. Well, I'm going to because ask you about your own club, your hometown club now, Brighton, because they have a chance, Liam. I don't want to heap pressure on them, and you, but they have two games in hand of Tottenham. Now they are six points behind, and they have a game in hand of United, six points behind. But the Brighton story is a fascinating story. They drew with Brentford 3-all, both clubs who've had really great seasons in the top half of the table, and it's not inconceivable that either of them could. Uh, they'd need a lot to go their way. But that they're challenging for Europe, and they say Chelsea aren't. Uh, they're a long yeah, way ahead. It, it's, it's extraordinary when you think of the resources um, and I read something at the weekend, Liam, about the number of Irish young lads who are in the academy of Brighton and also about the part you played in saving that club when they were under pressure and when it looked like, you know, the game was up. Have they got, uh, we know, of course, about Evan Ferguson, but they have other Irish young fellas as well. Yeah, there was a lad called John Morling here. I actually think he's with the FAI, if I'm not mistaken. Now, yeah. uh, and he was he was head of recruitment. And he'd come from the FAI, from the youth section in the Football Association of Ireland. And I think he knew a lot of the Irish players. And I think yeah, that's one of the reasons why there's so many kids uh, on the on the staff there now. And Ferguson has been the best of them. You know, let's yes. hope there's more to come. That's a great story for both clubs, like Brentford. Normally, we're a third division club going back in the day. Yeah. And they, uh, I know, you know, I played there. Third, <laughs> yeah, third division. And, and Brighton just about managed to escape extinction, you know, whereas yes. uh, this is a great story. But to go back to the chances of the Champions League, I, I just think they'd fall a bit short from that yes. compared to the other teams. I, I hope I'm wrong. But uh, yeah, uh, I'd love to see Brighton do something like that. Like it's remarkable, and they're in the semi-final of the FA Cup as well. Yes, uh, two two great football stories, you know. In contrast to somebody like Chelsea, who spent half a billion, half a billion pounds before the season kicked off, or just as about the season that it kicked off, and they're lying eleventh in the league. You know, yeah, and they couldn't couldn't f- field a team. I watched a match against Villa, and we might come to that, uh, John. Your own club, Leeds, were beaten by Arsenal. No shame in that. But now they are uh, just goal difference between them and Everton, who are playing tonight, and they're mm. only a point in front uh, of Leicester. They're skirting with uh, or flirting with with danger, John. 
Oh yeah, and well, there's a good few teams down there. And, there are, and, you yeah. know, there yeah. there's about six or seven teams that are yes. capable of going down or could go down. Um, I, I, I saw the highlights, Eamon, only. Yes, and they, they they make chances, and I think that I I'm a feeling they'll get out of it in right. relation to the other teams. They don't they don't defend very well, but they do have a go in in, in attacking when they possibly can. And Liam was at the Arsenal match, I think. But I think they had a few chances in the game. Is yeah. that right, Liam? Yeah, yeah. They created two or three. You're dead right, John. Good gong. They give silly goals away, like Luke Ayling's foul yeah. on Jesus for the penalty. Yeah. It was stupid, yeah. you know, stupid. And yeah. you can't you can't go one and two behind against a team like top no. team like Arsenal now. So I, I suppose they've 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 written that off there, you know, it's just the old cliche it's gonna be six points, you know. Uh, six point games. Um, the defense is not very good. Um, no. uh, so it's going to be touch and go, but they're either one of six or one of seven. I think Crystal Palace yeah. in changing the manager, we all felt a bit sorry for Patrick Vieira, but old Roy Hodgson's come in there and, and got them off to a flying start, you know, and that. Those three points could be so precious at the end of the season. Yeah, well, so, just to just to underline the volatility, West Ham were second for bottom yesterday morning. They won one nil, and now they're seventh from bottom. So it, yeah. it it can turn very quickly. But there's something on on every game. I just want to ask you both about what happened to Graham Potter in particular. I watched Aston Villa and Chelsea. Chelsea. After the 600 million they, they spent since this, this fella Ted Bowie, an American billionaire, uh, bought the club. They spent 600 million altogether. Really before Graham Potter came in, most of it, it's 300 million in the summer. And then they're throwing players at him, but he, he still couldn't field the team. He's supposed to have 27, 28 pros. John, we were talking about this at the weekend. If you go into a job like that from where he was and where he'd done a great job at Brighton, you you, you don't know who's who and what's what. Uh, if you've got 27, 28 players, you can't even have a training session, can you? No. It's, it's impossible, Eamon. You yeah. haven't had a chance. And and the first thing, the, the the amount of players that they bought him, huge amount of players, he's got yeah. twenty eight pros, probably top class pros. We didn't, he didn't buy them. No, no way did he buy them. No. So what the owners done there? He's bought these players and said, and if you look at the the, the, the giveaway there, he's head coach, Eamon. He's head coach. He's not manager. That's his. That's his. Oh yeah. That's his. You know what I mean? Well, that's, so that's a new a thing now. Yeah. That's a biggie, you know, yeah. a head coach. Well, head coach is somebody that the, the, the owners, uh, buy the players, give them to the coach and say, right, you're the coach now, you get on with those players that we bought. Yep. That's, that's the fact. Now, the thing is, in my, my take, and man, I might have said before in your program, Amy, every manager that I've known or think I've known goes into a job, has a vision of what they want to do. Yeah. On the pitch, yes, and to fulfil that vision, if that's the right word, it is, yeah. you have to get, you have to be getting the players that you want. Yeah. In other words, I want Joe Bloggs. He's a midfield player. That's the way I want him to play. That's the way I want that. That's what all the great managers have done. 
and, and they get that vision on the pitch, their vision of what's, 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 what's required. Now, if you get the situation that Potter is in, he's not buying those players. No. So he's no vision no. in it. He's the vision that he's getting is the yeah. owner's vision. Yes. Who knows nothing about football. Yep. And that's the end of it. I mean, the Liam, uh, this guy, he sacked Thomas Tuchel, who had taken Chelsea to and won the Champions League, in fact, with them. And they're said to be now chasing uh, Julian Nagelmann, who is a very good young German coach who's just been sacked by Bayern Munich. Thomas Tuchel has gone and joined Bayern Munich. Graham Potter's out of work. And I watched the team. They didn't, he's been unlucky as well. Kante has been injured all season. Thiago Silva didn't play on Saturday. Rudiger walked on a free transfer. Mason Mount was a, is a sub. He's out of contract at the end of next year. He's on 80 grand a week, Liam. And Mason Mount is one of the best players, English players in England. So the club is a, a basket case. And this fella looks to be just flailing around and, you know, doing as much damage as you possibly could do. Well, I think John's described it very well. You see, Graham Potter was the coach and he had to deal with all the players that Ted Bolly uh, had brought yeah. in. And Ted Bolly's come from American business and he probably knows very little about football. I think he was director of football when he went there, interim director of football. Yeah. So he obviously has this ego uh, of a billionaire that's coming in and he wants to call the shots, you know. But yep. it doesn't work. No. It doesn't work. Um, you know, the, the the head coach or manager has got to have a say in who he wants to come in. And yes, as John yes. said, he's got to have a vision uh, of how he wants to go about things and 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 get get players to, to fit the jigsaw puzzle, you know. But he has had so many players to deal with. Absolutely right what you say. I mean, how can he have a proper training session, you know? Yeah, I, 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 saw, I saw Kante came back. He, he Kante came back yes. and, uh, you know, he, Potter could have done with someone like him. Uh, uh, but some of the players they bought have been so disappointing. This, this uh Argentinian, uh, is it Fernandez, Enzo Fernandez? He's, yeah. he's been, he's been, um, he's been missing, you know. I don't know what's wrong with him. Yeah. They've always have a, tr have a problem with the strikers. Um, uh, they, they, they can't score enough goals. I watched the highlights against Villa and they made enough chances to score. Mudrich, yeah. the Ukrainian. Oh, yeah. What a miss. Clean, clean yeah. on goal twice, yeah. Eamon. Yeah, I know. And hit the goalkeeper. So that didn't help Graham Potter. But uh, Potter was, uh, you know, leaving a few players out that you, you were scratching your head. The fans had turned against him. Yeah. And it was inevitable. It's like big, big business. These, these guys, like Chelsea every chance of not getting into Europe next year. They won't be in anything. No, they won't be in Europe unless, well, I can't, they, they're still in the Champions League. Um, yeah, we've got to play Real Madrid, haven't they? Yep, they've got to play Real Madrid. <laughs> they and, won't uh, be in it very, very long. <laughs> the, no, they unless won't. The, the, unless somebody comes in there and waves a magic wand. Yep, so they're, they're, they're out of commission. But let's not forget about it. Let's not forget Tottenham have no manager. Leicester have no manager. Yep. It's crazy what's going on. It's all to do with money and yeah. business and egos of these owners. Yeah, and fear in some cases and pressure 
that I, I just think, John, um, well, both of you have managed, uh, John. Graham Potter now, you know, he, six months ago, he was highly respected for, for the work he'd done at Brighton. He, he didn't have any big checkbook, but he created a team that played really good football. He developed young players. He, I was delighted. I think we all three of us were when he got the Chelsea job. That's the kind of guy you want in your club. It's a great shame that he encountered this sort of mess. Well, yeah, he, 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 he might have known a bit, Eamon, when he, when he was, again, officially head coach. You yeah. Know, that, that tells your story. Yeah. But I think he would have been on big money, Eamon. Yes. Going to Chelsea. Yes, yes, And I'd yes. say in the, in the time that he was there, I'd say he was guaranteed with the sack at least five million. Yeah, yeah. Now, I know it's not, I know money shouldn't come into it, but obviously it does come in. I mean, he wouldn't be on, on, on near that type of money at Brighton. No, of course. It, it, it has been, it would be beneficial to him financially, but he looks like he's a calm, well behaved, intelligent football man. Uh, this would be heartbreak for him. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a bad first encounter with the, the Premier League for a, a, a coach like that. Uh, but he's young. He'll get over it. The other yeah. uh, guy. I think he will, Eamon, but it's, but it would be tempting. I mean, if he's up Brighton. Yeah. Then you put yourself in that position, put up, put anyone ah, yeah. in that position. And he wouldn't be on, he wouldn't, I don't think he'd be on big money there. No, no. At all. No. Doing a terrific job. So the guys from Chelsea come in and he'd be on a minimum five million. I'd say he's yeah. getting five million for, for the for a few months he's been there. It has, unfortunately, money, money creates that type of situation, Eamon. I think he will get a job right. somewhere. Oh, I, I mean, think he will go to Leicester. Yeah, well, yeah, and let's just talk, Liam, about Brendan Rodgers. Brendan Rodgers has a, you know, has been a very respected uh, coach in the game for a very long, for quite a long time now. He's at Liverpool at one stage. He's always done a good job. He looked like he was doing a job at Leicester, but it's fallen apart this season. Uh, the players don't look like they're doing it for him, actually. But it it is said that he w he didn't resign because he wanted to be sacked because he was guaranteed ten million. If that happened, it's still a surprising sort of fall for Leicester, isn't it? Second from the bottom now, Liam, and a coach who they might have hoped would restore them to the top half of the table gone. Well, I think the strategy changed when their owner passed away in that terrible yes. helicopter crash, Eamon. Yes. Uh, I, I think the family then took over the reins and they weren't, it doesn't seem to me as if they're, uh, they have the same, uh, how can I say? Commitment. Interest in, yeah. in, and commitment into yeah. putting money into the club. And, uh, even from the start of the season, Brendan was having a moan about, you know, the fact that he couldn't compete because, uh, they weren't, they weren't active in the transfer market. Yeah. And I think, I think that's shown. Um, but the, the warning signs were out there very early on in the season. Brendan was talking about this. He was quite open about it. And yep. it, I think it was mentioned that he was, he was talking like he wanted the sack. <laughs> uh, and then it picked up, it picked up a bit and maybe a month or two months ago where they start getting a few results that they looked like they were playing a bit better. Uh, but all of a sudden, it's gone wrong again, and it was inevitable it was going to happen. You know, everybody, all those teams, and Palace have changed their manager. 
Uh, Leicester have changed their manager. Southampton have changed their manager. Leeds have changed their manager. Bournemouth have changed. Everybody's so scared of going yeah. down. You know, this is what this is what happens, Eamon. Yeah. But Leicester haven't haven't invested as much in players as they used to. Yeah, you know, they used to have a very good scouting system where they go and get young players yes. like uh, Mares and Kante. They, they, yes. That was that was that was the. The strategy at the club at the time when they had the you know the 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 tie owner from King Power, but yes, um, I don't think the family are as committed as 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 he was, and and uh, Brendan's paid the price. You know, but so many managers there from the bottom down, you know, yeah. you go from Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea changed the manager, Palace changed the manager, Wolves changed the manager, Forest haven't, Bournemouth have, Leeds have, Everton have, Leicester have. West Ham haven't and Southampton have. The sad, the so sad, the sad is Lee. Eight, eight, eight managers from those ten teams have gone. Twelve this is a, of this twenty. Is, this is the Premier League. I'm not even looking at the top. There's more up the top, you know. So, well, twelve of the twenty coaches who started the season have been sacked. Uh, well, that says it all, doesn't it? It's, it's a business a now. It's big business. You either got to be in the Champions League, or you got to be in Europe. You got to be out of relegation trouble, or else you're going to get the sack. I think they know that. I think I think Potter was on a lot more money than John yes. uh, mentioned there. I think he was on something like nearly twelve million a year, John. So he had to take that job, didn't he? Coming yep. from Brighton, oh, absolutely, yeah. 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 He, yeah, he was on twelve million a year. Uh, you know, so. Uh, that's it's going to be a, a managerial merry-go-round in the next week or two. There'll be uh, Brendan Rodgers might get a job at Chelsea. You don't know. It's yeah. it's, it's crazy stuff. Okay, just a final word from John. Uh, there's a match tonight that sums it up in a way. It's uh, the Monday night match tonight is Everton at home to Spurs, and this is yeah. what makes the Premier League so enthralling. Spurs are fighting for a top four place. Everton are fighting relegation. So there's hardly a match these days that doesn't have a high tariff on it in one form or another. Qualifying for Europe, avoiding relegation, and, and that will be a very interesting match tonight. I won't ask you to give me the winner, John, as you normally do. Um, <laughs> I'll let you I, wouldn't have a, I wouldn't have a clue, Eamon. <laughs> okay. I mean, just beyond the Spurs going in with no manager. You're right. Yeah. But it's... It, it's it's, it's unfortunately it's about money nearly all the time now. I mean, yeah, you know, teams want to get into Europe because there's big money in Europe. Teams are scared of going down, totally scared to go down because that's even worse. You know, that yeah. it's nearly out of the out of the big time altogether. Yeah. So uh, it's 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 not going to get any better either. I mean, you no, know? no, it's not. Uh, the more Ted bullies we get, the worse it'll be. Uh, John. Well, and Liam, we're very grateful to you, as always, for your wisdom, and in John's case, for uh, predictions. Uh, ten minutes into the Newcastle United game, he said, "Back Newcastle." So I did, John, and we made some money. Grateful oh, good to for you, Eamon. John Giles <laughs> and to Liam Brady, and of course to uh, all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.